We do appreciate the time of the Prime Minister of the country, on the country. His name is, of course, Chris Hipkins. Chris, personally, I'm more offended and affronted by Marama Davidson than I am by Stuart Nash. What's the feedback that you've been getting from New Zealanders? I think Marama's choice of words was terrible, and what she said was actually factually incorrect as well. So she's subsequently clarified that and has apologised for it, and I think that that was an appropriate thing to do. Um, I do think we need to consider the comments that she made in light of the events surrounding it. She'd just been hit by a motorcycle. She was basically being chased down the road by a you know a conspiracy theorist with a camera, um, but. You know, that, that doesn't completely excuse it. The choice of words that she made were, was, was wrong. Um, she was wrong in fact as well. And I think it's appropriate that she's um, clarified that what, that what she said was not what she meant and that she's apologised. What happens if the boot was on the other foot? What hap- would happen if a, a Pākehā cabinet minister talked about Māori cis men and violence? What would happen then? Um, look, I, I, as I've indicated, I don't, I don't agree with what Madame said, and I don't think it was appropriate. And I think it is appropriate that she's effectively withdrawn those words um, and that she's apologised for them. Um, I would have an equal um, um, concern if, if someone, if, if it had gone the other way. I, I would, you know, my position on that would be the same. But, you know, ultimately. This shouldn't be about um, these kind of broad generalisations um, or things like that. There is a legitimate debate to be had about domestic and family and sexual violence in New Zealand. Those kind of sweeping statements actually set the debate backwards rather than move us forward. Are the Greens a bit of a millstone for you? And what is it about the Greens and misogyny and race baiting? James Shaw, who I actually like and rate as one of the better Greens, he talked uh, last year on one show about a group of Pākehā farmers down south. That was pigeonholing. Yeah, look, I don't see why um, why race should come into that at all. Um, I, I've met many representatives of the farming community, and in fact, um, they're not all Pākehā, they're not all white. There's a, there's a, exactly. a strong and, and growing Māori farming economy as well, and um, and they're doing really well on the land, and, um, and I, I think we should be proud of that. So um, I just don't think race should come into these kind of conversations. So Stuart Nash had to go? Unfortunately, um, look, I, I like Stuart. He's a good guy. He works really hard, but he show, he's shown terrible judgment um, in the in recent times. And uh, you know, ultimately, he, he could he could not stay as a cabinet minister. Has he left the old talent pool a bit thin? Oh, look, we've got plenty of talent in terms of the um, the cabinet. I've obviously got a, a a process to work through now about whether what we do, given that there's now only six months to go until the election, um, I've got a bit of a, a challenge to work through about how we actually sort of manage that that in the in the short term. Um, so I'll, I'll do that in the next few days. But there's, look, there's, I'm, I'm in a fortunate position that there's a lot of people who could step up to the role of minister if asked. Hey, uh, we're heading, the team at the country are heading to Hawke's Bay tomorrow for a cyclone recovery uh, promotion, add a bit of chair to what's been a miserable time for those people up there. Should Ginny Anderson have been there in the weekend? Um, Ginny, I know Ginny's going there. I think she's heading there on Friday. Um, obviously, the Minister of Police can't be everywhere all of the time, um, and there's often a lot of demand on a minister's time, and I'm, I'm not going to manage their diaries for them, but 
I think it is important that she heads up to the Hawke's Bay and um, she's only a few days into the job. The fact that she's doing that in the first few, the first, effectively the first week in the job, um, I think is a, is a good start. Uh, National came out with some policy, which has been a nice change for the Nats of recent times. They've kind of been strangled or they've, they've suffered a complete lack of oxygen, obviously, around Gabrielle, and quite rightly so, but they've come out with their education policy, more of the three R's in school, reading, writing and arithmetic. What's wrong with that? Well, I think the, the, the problem I have with Nationals policy is it doesn't actually account for the work that's already been done in recent uh, in the last couple of years. So the work that we've been doing around making sure that we're measuring progress of young people in primary schools is actually just starting to come to fruition. And you know that, that has been a process to make sure that we're doing that based on evidence. Because we know from the national standards experience, if you just stick your finger in the air and say this is what the standard's going to be and you get it wrong, then it can actually do a lot of damage. And that's what happened with national standards. So we've been working hard to make sure that what we come up with in terms of our progress measures are are good and robust and based on evidence. And we've done that. So, I mean, I think the overall desire of saying parents should get better information about how their kids are doing and should should see more markers of progress, I've got no problem with that conceptually. But it has to be done based on on evidence of what's actually going to work rather than just sort of a sweeping political slogans. Now, you trade on uh, Chippy, the the boy from the hut. It's been a successful branding campaign for you if you want Prime Minister you seem a reasonably pragmatic sort of bloke, are you worried that we're being choked by woke and I look in your home patch of Wellington Sport Wellington, the sports awards have been cancelled so they can look at their inclusivity and diversity help me please, save me from this I, I, I don't know what's behind that decision. Ultimately, that's a, that's not my decision. That's a decision for others. In terms of, um, uh, you know, should our should we aspire to be an inclusive society? Yes, of course we should. Um, but that doesn't necessarily mean that we have to, um, you know, cancel or change all of the things that we've been doing. It does mean we we need to look at, you know, making sure that everyone feels included and stuff. I think that's just part of being nice and being part of an inclusive society. Yes, and that's wonderful. But are you worried that the cancel culture is taking over in this country? Oh, look, we have a, a, a. Everyone in New Zealand has a right to free speech. They've got a right to say things that are unpopular and that people might disagree with, and other people have a right to protest against those when people are saying things that they disagree with. I think that's an important feature of democracy, and it's one that we should make sure that we're protecting. Chris Hipkins, thanks for your time. Appreciate it on the country. All right, cheers. Thanks very much.